Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. I hope we're all doing absolutely amazing. I am currently feeling confused in my life, Um, but we're going to get into it in this episode. But first, let's get into my week intro. So if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you know that I was out Saturday. It was reopening weekend in Chicago because apparently Chicago's, we're in phase five now, so we're like, reopened everything's open i mean it kind of just feels like everything's back to normal i mean if you're vaccinated it is like the clubs are open everything's open there's no capacity to anything and yeah that's just that i'm not like don't like fucking hold me to that like i'm not over here like the news being like knowing everything about phase five like i'm not that fully aware i just know that it was reopening weekend and I was, I needed to go out and get drunk. So here's the thing. I'm going to just give you a rundown of my Saturday night. It was kind of crazy. Uh, very fun. Always very fun. I feel like I haven't been out in a long time, probably since, you know, okay, maybe not that long. Anyways, doesn't matter. Okay. So Saturday night, I'm going to tell you all the places I went to. If you're like, I don't even know any of these. It's because you don't live in Chicago. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, let's just get into it. So did a little pregame at Maple and Ash. When I say that out loud, I sound absolutely fucking insane because Maple and Ash is like a really nice restaurant. But I swear to God, they like put something in their drinks. I don't know what the fuck they put in their drinks, but I am always so hungover and so fucked up from Maple and Ash. So it's like not the worst thing in the world, but it's like their drinks are just so strong. But it's like a bougie little restaurant, which we love. Like we love a bougie little restaurant before we're about to go out and stuff. Who doesn't, you know, like genuinely who the fuck doesn't. So Maple and Ash. And then we went to the bodega. I put on my jewelry just to go to the bodega. I just always had called this the speakeasy. I didn't know it actually had a name, but it's in, it's kind of, it is a speakeasy because it's in the front and during the daytime, it's a ice cream shop. Am I allowed to say this? I feel like speakeasies are supposed to be secret anyways. And then you go through the ice cream shop and it's fully a club. And so like, that was really fun. The age group in there is like definitely different, but it was good to be in there. Loved it. Loved the vibe of bodega. And then middle of bodega, I was like, guys, let's go to Joy District. Don't know why. Don't know why I was like, let's go to Joy District. One thing about me is I get a little bit of a high about getting what I want. Whenever I, okay, in like, that's sounding bad. Okay, let me just get into it. So when I saw the line at Joy District, I was like, I'm, this is going to make me sound like an absolute fucking bitch. But like, this is, is what it is. Especially when I go out, I like to finesse. It's like an art to me. I love it. I love to just... Finesse. This is sounding bizarre. Anyways, I saw the line at Joy District and I grabbed my two friends that I was with and I was like, no, not waiting. I'm not waiting in a line. Simply just not waiting in a line. Going to the bouncer and saying that my promoter's in there, even though I don't fucking know if he is. And he's like, nope, there's no table for him in there. And I just looked at the bouncer and I was like, dude, like, come on. Like, come on. Look at me. Look at the bad bitches I'm with. 
there's no way that you're not going to want us in the club. You know what I mean? And so then he like grabs his manager and he's like, how about these three? Can I bring these three in? And he was like, yep. And so we just like got in, went in. But the thing is, the line at Joy was so long and people were pushing and shoving to get in. People were they like men have to pay to get in. And they were making like everybody pay to get in. Also, because it was kind of like prime time. It was like, I think, 130 at that time. So so many people are trying to get in and it was just a, it's a high it's a high just to be like let me skip the line and let me flirt with the bouncer and just bat my fucking eyelashes and whore myself out to him in any way possible no that sounded bad I would never like suck dick to get in a club because it's never that serious like I feel like I made myself sound like I was a prostitute I'm just gonna bat my eyelashes and look fucking stunning like it's a sport and just get my way into the club and just finesse, use my charm, use this personality God gave me. I don't know what it is that I just get like a complete high off of that. I also get a high off of like never paying for a single drink when I'm out. So like I don't pay for drinks when I go out because I just, I, it's just a high I get off of it. And then we went to the second floor and there's something about a DJ booth that always calls my name. I don't know what it is, but if you're ever looking for me in the club, look at the DJ because I will probably be next to him, trying to be next to him. I'm not trying to fuck him. I'm not trying to do anything. I love his view. I can't lie. I love the view that he has of the club. And so as soon as I saw that DJ booth, I was like, guys, let's go. Well, actually, we stopped at a random person's table table got drinks then went to this dj booth and danced by the dj booth and it's not even like a booth dj area i don't know i love a good dj area don't know what it is at all i think it's because that's just i have no idea i just love to be close to the music who fucking knows so that was my night and then made it home somehow and just great night you know all in all great night love it live it, laugh it. Who fucking knows? Anyways, something I was doing all night, maybe even a little too much, something so excessive is that I have the Dispo app now and I love Dispo. It's a really great app where you can take photos and then the next day they come up on your camera roll, like a disposable photo, a disposable camera, but it's like photos. So I really love the Dispo app and I'm doing this thing this whole summer, I think called Dispo Drops on my Instagram, where I just like take photos of all the nights out and stuff. And like, we probably took 75 photos that night when we were out and like you pick the best ones and they're just like fun and cute. And I'm like doing Dispo Drops on my Instagram being like, okay, Dispo Drop number one, like Dispo Drop number two, dating them. I love the fucking Dispo app because it's like, you can't see what the photo looks like until tomorrow and let me tell you some of them were really interesting I was like and it also helps me remember the night because I'm like okay dispo this photo was taken there this photo was taken at this point oh like this happened this happened so I love the dispo app you guys should get the dispo app really like it and do little dispo drops on Instagram it's cute so I also had a little situation guys where I got a text message from a random number I'm not great at responding to text messages and I also delete text messages. And I also do this thing where I don't save people's numbers. This is more specifically men. I don't save men's numbers and I usually put them on do not disturb and like silence any alerts I get from them because I I don't know. I just like don't care. I don't know. I just have always done that. And 
I get a text message from a random 773 number, so I know it's a Chicago number, saying, you were at Joy last night with like a little eye emoji. And I was like, oh my fucking God. I'm like tanning by the pool, hungover as shit, just ate two bagels, get this alarming text message. Immediately, my stomach drops and I'm like, this is the man who sexually assaulted me back in January, fingers. This is fingers texting me right now. Because like, I'm not remembering the number, I'm not recognizing this number from anywhere all the messages are deleted with this number and i'm like who the fuck knew i was at joy last night except every single person on my instagram but i'm like not thinking i'm like who the fuck could this possibly be so then i start to have a panic attack because i'm like why is the man who sexually assaulted me texting me so then i text back like new phone who is this new phone who this bitch and they respond your favorite person like used to be your favorite person. And I was like, who the fuck used to be my favorite person? So now I'm going through all of my whores. I'm like, is it the man from Miami? Is it this loser? Is it that loser? And I'm looking up their names in my phone because usually when I text people, I always say their names, looking up their names. And um, no, I'm like, not Miami guy, not football player, not the fucking surgeon who God knows who the fuck I thought it was. But I'm over here like, sitting down and Maisie my best friend is with me and I'm like it's definitely fingers and I'm like but I don't know how he would text me because I was almost 99% positive that I blocked that fucking asshole's number so I was like there's absolutely no way also like I haven't blocked in every single thing possible so for him to know I was at Joy District unless he saw me there was no way for him to know unless he's obviously creeping on my Instagram like who the fuck isn't but I was like panicked because this person like literally wasn't telling me who they were and then they finally tell me who they are. It's some random ass man that I've been I've talked to from Hinge. And like we haven't talked since fucking Mother's Day. So like I obviously didn't remember that it was him. And I was like, what literally what the fuck? Also, you're used to be favorite person. What if I literally guessed the wrong person? I'm like, oh, my God, it is Robert. Like imagine if I literally named another man and he was like, it's your used to be favorite person. I'm like, oh, my God, Robert, I missed you so much. I love you and your penis. Imagine if I literally texted him that he would have been like, uh, no haha not Robert how awkward literally why did you start with your used to be favorite person like literally what so but thank god it wasn't the guy who sexually assaulted me he's definitely blocked and then also another thing is I block a lot of numbers I probably have 50 people on my block list honest to god absolutely no idea why no idea why so when I'm looking at all the numbers that I have blocked I'm like I have no idea if I really blocked the guy that sexually assaulted me well like I know I blocked him but I don't know which number he is when there's like 55 fucking numbers on my blocked list anyways that was a little heart attack for me where I was like oh my god literally this is the man who sexually assaulted me trying to be cute with me what a fucking pervert and then it was some other random man and I was like are you absolutely fucking kidding me who starts with something like that anyways I'm now going to tell you a little story about the only way I will probably go on a date with somebody. And this is because I don't like, we all know, I don't really like to date. Not my thing. Like, I don't like to meet strangers off the internet. I'm like, it's not a vibe for me. And it's just not it. Okay. So I have my Instagram DMs split in two. I have my primary and my general. All my general messages are men that have, like are just the men of my Instagram. I feel like we all have those people on Instagram who like the men that slide in and like swipe up on every single story. So I'm like, my general thing is full of, I call them my swipe ups. They're the men who always swipe up on every story calling me stunning. Like it's just 
that. They're like my little Instagram whore boyfriend. So it's like not weird. And I feel like I have a special connection with each one of them. Um, and that's that. So I was talking to one of my little Instagram whores on <laughs> Instagram. Them listening to me call them my little whores is a little bit much. But you all are my little whores until one of you stands out a little bit better than the other one. So I'm talking to one of them and... Okay, this is how this conversation went. I am sounding like a raging fucking cunt in this episode, but this is how this conversation went with one of my Instagram whores. I slid up on his story and he like posted his plane ticket and I was like, economy question mark? (laughs) Like, ew. No, I'm kidding. But I was like, economy? Just joking around. You know, I fly economy. We all fly economy. Sometimes first class. Who fucking knows? Anyways... Like, it was just a joke. I'm not, like, over here, like, you're an absolute pathetic piece of shit for flying economy. Okay. So then we just get to talking, and he's like, oh, da-da-da. Um, first class, Livy, now you, like, do you got that TikTok money for first class flights? And I was like, no, TikTok really does need to pay me more. Now that we're on that topic, TikTok really does need to pay me more. They do pay me, but they genuinely should pay me more because I deserve it. Who doesn't? So... We're like on that topic. He's like, you flying first class with that TikTok money now? I'm like, ha ha ha, funny. And then he's like, if you want to go to Nobu, just say that. So Nobu just opened up in Chicago. I feel like it's been open up for probably like a fucking year. And I'm like, so Nobu just opened up. And he's like, if you want to go to Nobu, just say that. And I'm like, you truly speak my language. And then he sends me a calendar screenshot for a day in July and is like, see you at Nobu, like, see you Nobu, babe. And like, sent me a screenshot of the reservation he had made. And I was like, you know what? That was smooth. That was really fucking smooth. And that is like the only way I will go on dates with men is like, I feel like like that, like that was a smooth, he wasn't asking me where I wanted to go. He was like, I know this bitch is bougie. I have to impress her and take her to Nobu. I'm not even going to give her the option of saying no. I'm not even going to give her the option of like picking a date of when she wants to see me, like nothing like that. And like, that is honestly the way to date me. Don't make me think too much about the date because I probably will not go with you if I have to overthink this date and give you a day that I'm free. Be like, nope, this is the date we're meeting. We're meeting here and that's that. And then I responded with, I'll send you the number to my florist because I always expect pre-flower first date. First date flowers delivered to my apartment it's a thing it's a controversy I've had on my Instagram where I'm like do people want you to bring the flowers to the date or deliver beforehand deliver the flowers beforehand do not show up at the date with flowers I will think you're absolutely fucking repulsive have those bitches delivered beforehand that's just that I'm sounding like a raging bitch this episode but we're about to talk about my twin flame and I'm like so yeah like I'm totally going on to a date on Nobu with this guy and it's gonna be so much fun but now I'm about to dive into the man that I really love and is my twin flame. So that's about it. Hi guys, I am re-recording this part of the podcast because I'll get into why. So I did something a little bit fucking nuts the last couple days. I had a sleepover with my best friend Maisie and we came to the conclusion that we both have 
twin flames. And if you don't know what a twin flame is, a twin flame is somebody where apparently your souls are separated at birth and you're in the same, like you have the same soul as your twin flame. And these relationships are very complicated. They're tumultuous, whatever. I read that on Google. I don't know what the fuck that means at all. They're just like difficult relationships. They're not like toxic. No one's cheating on each other, but you have a strong energetic pull to this person and they always come back. So that's what a twin flame is. Okay. So Maisie and I get home from the club Saturday night. We're talking about this guy she used to talk to. And I'm like, Maisie, he's your twin flame. Like that relationship you're describing to me is a relationship so familiar to we're just going to call him my twin flame and I was like oh my god like these are our twin flames so once Maisie and I had decided that these men were our twin flames we went manic and I don't I'm gonna get into the manic we're gonna talk all about how fucking manic I went so Maisie and I are sitting at my house Sunday night and We're talking about my twin flame and I'm like, you know what? I really think he's my twin flame. We're Googling, we're researching twin flames and her and I are both like, yep, that's my twin flame. That's my twin flame. That's my twin flame. Like the 11 signs you've met your twin flame. It's like, it feels like you've known him forever. I'm like, yep, my twin flame feel like I've known him forever. No idea fucking why. And I'm like, I have an energetic pull to him. I have absolutely no idea what this is and I have this energetic pull. So basically any sign that they were saying on the internet, I was like, no, this is my twin flame. Mind you, the twin flame I'm talking about, him and I have not spoken in a year. Me and my head thinking like, this is the twin flame, twin flame separation period. Like I'm not supposed to be talking to him for a year. Like this is just the most random person to us to like, that this would be my fucking twin flame. So Maisie and I are sitting in my apartment. We're doing a bunch of research. We're going in deep on our twin flames and we're both like, oh my God, these are our twin flames. What do we do? What do we do? So she's like, you need to talk to him. You need to let him know what you're feeling and all these things. Haven't spoken to him in a minute, right? I message him and I say this. I go, listen, we are twin flames and it's not going good. We need to talk. I send him that fucking message like an absolute psychopath. And I'm like, you know what? No, like he needs to talk. We need to have this sit down talk and talk about how we're twin flames. In my head, I'm rationalizing that. Like, yes, yes, yes. Go off, bitch. Like, yes. And Maisie's there and she's like, fuck yeah, Livy. Like, that is the perfect thing to say to your twin flame. Literally, what? Literally, why did I say that? Absolutely no clue. So Maisie and I are going even further into this twin flame thing. And we're sitting down and I have a thing called a pendulum. Maisie actually gave me the pendulum. And basically what a pendulum is, is you ask the pendulum questions and it gives you a yes or no answer. And apparently it's supposed to be your angels and your spirit guides, like giving you that answer. Like it's very like a spiritual thing. Maisie and I are sitting on my bed harassing my pendulum. I'm like, pendulum is twin flame my twin flame? Is he my twin flame? It's circling yes. I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to get fucking engaged next week. Like, he is my twin flame. There's no way. I'm asking about Maisie's twin flame. I'm like, is it her twin flame? It's like, yep, it's her twin flame. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm going into even more detail. I'm like, are we going to have sex, pendulum? Penji, let me know. Am I going to fuck my twin flame? And the pendulum's like, yes. I'm like, holy shit. So that even amps Maisie and I up even more. So I'm extra fucking manic at this point on Sunday night where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to marry him. Sunday night, I had fully convinced myself I was marrying my twin flame. He had no idea any of this was going on. And Maisie 
was also convincing me I was marrying my twin flame because honestly God I mean like there is a strong energetic pull like I have no idea what it is he could be my twin flame but the way I acted about it was so serious and absolutely so crazy that I was like really in the moment and I didn't take a step back to like look at how fucking nuts I actually looked so Sunday night after I harassed my pendulum asking questions about my twin flame, I was like, okay, Maisie left. I went to bed and that was that, right? Woke up Monday morning, decided I wanted to make a full on fucking podcast episode about my twin flame journey. So what did I do? More research on my twin flame. I'm looking at all these articles and I start to cry. (laughs) literally crying I'm like he is my twin flame like this is absolutely crazy this is me twin flame like we're gonna get married right like I'm fully in my feelings like oh my god this is my twin flame I'm not that kind of person either like I'm just not that kind of girl that's like really in her feelings often because like I don't talk to guys I don't really date so like I just like picked him and I was like no he's my twin flame like he's just my fucking twin flame I haven't talked in a year I've not spoken in a year. You're like, well, what did he say when you were like, we're twin flames? He responded to me and said, he was like, what does that mean? And I'm absolutely fucking nuts. And I respond, listen, because we are twin flames, you are low key ruining my love life. And that's not okay. So now I'm extra vulnerable with him. I'm telling him he's ruining my love life. That is something I would absolutely have never admitted in my entire life to him. And I'm just now thinking about what he's thinking. Like, he's just on the other side, has no idea what the fuck a twin flame is. We haven't spoken in a year. And I'm like, we are twin flames and you're ruining my love life. And he's like, how am I doing that? And I'm like, because we are twin flames. Like, do I'm getting mad at him because he's not understanding that we're twin flames. He's like, how am I ruining your love life? And I'm like, there's just too many synchronicities, like a lot of 11-11s. Like, it's just too many things that are happening and you're my twin flame and it always resonates back to you. So fucking explain yourself. That is what I sent him. I was like, why does everything resonate back to you? Like, what the fuck is this? Literally explain yourself. He's probably like, she has to be doing hard drugs because for her to come out of nowhere and just be like, we are twin flames. What is your problem? Why are you ruining my love life? What the fuck is wrong with you? is absolutely insane. So I'm still pretty manic at this point on Monday morning about my twin flame. And Maisie's calling. She's still pretty manic about it too. We're like, oh my God, our twin flames. Like this is absolutely fucking nuts. She's like, and one thing we have in common is we haven't told our therapist about our twin flames. It's just like, I always just avoid talking about him in therapy. And I don't know why, because I talk about literally everything. But like, for some reason, like that one hits too close to home. And like, I just like cannot talk about him in therapy because I will sound fucking nuts. But Maisie and I are really hyping each other up at this point because we're like, yep, that's your twin flame. I'm like, yep, that's your twin flame. Like, we're really hyping each other the fuck up. So we're extra manic because we're both dealing with the same thing. We're like, we understand each other. We're the only ones who understand each other. I'm like, you go crazy with your twin flame she's like you go absolutely nuts with your twin flame I'm sending him absolutely bizarre things I'm surprised he didn't ask me if I had just like recently checked out of a mental hospital because I sounded absolutely fucking insane to him and it's like making no sense so Maisie's like I'm going into therapy and I'm talking to our therapist about my twin flame and I'm like you know what go off like good for you go off tell her who he is like tell her all about him 
still pretty manic. I'm writing this episode. I'm recording this podcast episode and I get on here and I film this episode and I'm not kidding you. I am talking about how I'm like in love with him and I'm not in love with him at all, but I'm fully convincing myself him and I are twin flames and that I like just really lost myself for a second. Like I fully went into like a crazy little episode and I was like really serious. I'm not kidding you. I was talking like this. I was like, yeah, and um, he's my twin flame. And like, we've had this separation period. And in this separation period, it's like low energy, lack of sleep. And I've been like dealing with all those things, right? Guys, like you remember, like I've been complaining every week about how I get no sleep. That is how I spoke in the episode. I was so fucking serious about it. And like, I even remember after I recorded it, I was like, I can't post that. Like, that's a little bit weird. Like, I can't post that. And like, God for fucking bid, he listens to that. I would absolutely lose it. And I was like, no, no, like be raw, real and vulnerable with them. Like go out there. And like I was talking about him so seriously as I was in love with him. And I was like, there's no way I can post that. And I was like, no, like actually like post that. Like that's so good for you, Libby. Like go out there and do it. Be vulnerable. So my day goes on and I'm getting ready. I'm going out with um, a group of my friends to dinner and drinks and stuff. And I'm like getting ready. I'm still manically texting my twin flame being like, listen, he's like, if you say so, I guess we're twin flames. He's like, I just don't know what that means. I'm like so confused as to what you're saying. How am I supposed to look at him and be like, our souls separated at birth and we are twin flames. And like, I have such an energetic pull towards you. Like, I know you feel it too. And I'm still mad at him that he's not understanding that we're fucking twin flames and he's confused. So like, I'm pissed at him for being confused that he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Like, of course he doesn't know what I'm talking about because I'm manically texting him. Like you and I are twin flames. So I get back from drinks and dinner at like midnight and I FaceTime Maisie and we kind of just have one of those realization moments that we (laughs) are absolutely insane. And she's like, so I talked to our therapist about actually both of our twin flames today. And she's like, she's like, we're, she's like, just imagine me sitting (laughs) in a room with our therapist and trying to explain to her like, yeah. Yeah, my soul got separated from his soul at birth and like the birthdays are really close together and aligned up with each other because our souls were separated during that time and like we have a karmic relationship and it's really kind of negative and bad but that means we're twin flames and we have to unite together and like just imagine sitting and telling your therapist like yeah like so this guy's really been on my mind because I think our souls were separated at birth it's like you sound absolutely fucking insane and like as Maze is explaining that story to me like I'm dying laughing I'm like you we sound nuts like we sound crazy we sound absolutely nuts but like when it was just her and I we were feeding off each other like yes yes this is perfect but when you bring it to someone who's like a very much a realist and you have to explain to a realist like hey yeah so like our souls are separated at birth um it makes absolutely no sense and you sound like a fucking psycho so Maisie's like yeah it really made me realize that he's not my twin flame and I don't know what that was and then I'm sitting there and I'm like wait holy fuck like when you put it in like a realistic mindset and like you put it out into the world like it's real and you're not just talking to a pendulum it sounds absolutely insane so then Maisie and I are deep diving on everything I did I fully texted him and was like we're twin flames like I have fucked myself over 
completely. I don't know how to get out of this conversation with him. I don't know what to do. I have no idea where to go. I don't think I have it in me to sit and talk to him about us being twin flames and like explaining it to him. Like imagine his point of view. We haven't talked in a year and I'm claiming we're twin flames. He Googles twins flames. The first thing he fucking sees is two souls separated at birth. Absolutely makes zero sense. He's like, what are you talking about? But I also like totally know he feels an energetic pull towards me too. No, I literally don't know what to do because I just had a manic fucking episode thinking this guy was my twin flame and I really just made I don't even want to say like a fool out of myself because I think this is absolutely the most crazy thing I've ever done and I'm still doing it like I'm annoyed at him I'm pissed at him that he's not understanding that our souls were separated at birth and we're twin flames and we have to unite back together and the thing is is like this isn't the first time that I've like low-key harassed him in this sort of way like I'm fully harassing him about the twin flame thing like fully harassing him he's probably like dude you're fucking nuts like what where did this come from literally out of nowhere i'm like we're twin flames we're getting married he's like what are you talking about bitch not even me like hey how's your day me just like we're twin flames we're gonna be together forever we're getting absolutely married and then i'm getting mad that he's not understanding what the fuck a twin flame is so now i'm in this position where i'm like okay it's becoming a little bit more realistic to me that you know we might not be twin flames (laughs) we might not be this might not happen and now i'm like fuck i kind of have to sit and talk to my therapist about this too because Maisie was like oh i told her all about your twin flame she's gonna want to know all about your twin flame so like i don't think i have it in me to look at my therapist and be like so um i think our soul separated at birth and that's why i feel a strong energetic pull towards him and then i was telling Maisie the story with my psychic where i was with my psychic and i was like hey listen because i didn't tell anybody about my twin flame thing where i like always had this constant energy about him like i'd never even told Maisie, who's my best friend so i went to my psychic and i was like hey like i'm gonna need you to pull some fucking cards about this dude because i cannot get him off my mind and she's sitting there shuffling the cards and the cards are not coming out and she's like they don't want you to know like they just don't want you to know I'm like why the fuck do I keep thinking about him like what is this like you need to give me an explanation right now so like now I'm like abusing my psychic I'm like why the fuck am I thinking about this loser and she's like okay I'm gonna get some cards to clarify and I'm like why is he on my mind so heavy and I'm like like whispering I'm like yeah like what is this about like completely embarrassed completely embarrassed that I'm fucking asking her about what why I'm having this issue and like I've never told anybody about this and then She's pulling cards and she's like, this could be your twin flame. Like, this is what it is. And it's like, my psychic's usually always spot on with these things. And then she's like, this could be your twin flame. And when she tells me that, I get pissed. I'm like, well, fuck that. He's a loser. I don't want him anyways. Don't know why I acted like that. Don't know why why I responded like that. And she looked at me and she was like, Liv, oh my God. And I was like, fuck him. Fuck that. I don't want any of this. This is awful. Like, that is literally how I responded to her when she told me he was my twin flame. And I was like, holy fuck. And then she was like, you're the one that cut off communication. You're going to be the one that has to communicate with him again. And this was in September. And I was like, absolutely no chance. Like, there's absolutely no way I'm communicating with him. Like, fuck him. And then I'm like, wait, like, he's not even like, remember, I have blonde hair. Like, I changed my hair since I talked to him. Like, he's not going to know. And she's like, oh, he knows. Oh, he knows. And I'm like, oh my god he knows so like I'm hyped up even more at that point in September and I'm just like oh my fucking god and then 
until from September to November, I was on a little manic thing too, where I was like, he's my fucking twin flame. Like, this is absolutely nuts. Like, we're going to literally get married. Like, him and I are absolutely getting married. Like, why would we not? Why would I not marry him? Like, that's bizarre. And I never told anybody about it. And then one day I told Maisie, I was like, yeah, so like I had a reading with my psychic, Asia, who's like amazing. Like, I love her. And I was like, yeah, like I'm going to wait for my twin flame. Like, I'm going to wait for him. And Maisie's always hated him. So she's like, fuck, no, that's so stupid. So then I was like, yeah, forget it. Like, I hate him. I want nothing to do with him. She's like, he's so toxic. I'm like, he's the worst. He's terrible. Eh, he's gross. But like, since that fucking psychic reading and just in general, since him and I stopped communicating a year ago, I've always felt his energy like really heavy. And I I absolutely have no idea what to do. I genuinely still think he's my twin flame. I just thought this was a really interesting little story time about how my manic ass decided to handle a, this twin flame thing. Like there's easier ways to go about things. Like I was like just tired of beating around the bush and I was just like, fuck it. We're twin flames. He has no idea what I'm talking about. And I don't think I have it in me to be like our souls were separated at birth and we're just like meant to be together. Like we are meant to be together, honey. He's like, how do you know this? What are you talking about? I'm losing it. And I look absolutely insane and I have no idea how to respond. So that's the little twin flame story I've had. And this might be the most psychotic thing I've ever done. But Mercury's in retrograde and life happens when Mercury's in fucking retrograde. So you know what? My little twin flame, we'll see where that goes. We'll definitely know this summer if he's my twin flame or not. And I'm going to update all of you if he is my twin flame. I really cannot have him listen to this episode because I sound even more fucking nuts. But yeah, I went a little manic about my twin flame. And I think there was better ways to handle that than being so blunt and being like, you're my fucking twin flame. Like, what are we going to do about it? So there's that. There's that. That's what I've been dealing with this week and fully can't believe I recorded a podcast episode being like, yeah, like he's my twin flame. Like he's amazing. Like I love him. Like he's my twin flame and almost fucking uploaded it. You guys literally would have messaged me and been like, bitch, are you good? Are you, are you okay? It's absolutely making zero sense. Are you good? What's happening over there? But yeah, I'm just like a little manic right now. No, I'm just like going through something. I have no idea what this is. So... That's my little story time about my twin flame. And let me know what you guys think about this twin flame story. If you guys have a twin flame, how you'd handle your twin flame situation. If you want more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at sheislivy. You can also follow me on TikTok at sheislivy, as well as you can follow me on YouTube. I mean, subscribe to me on YouTube at it's Livy bitch. If you want more of me and as well as you can email me at midday matcha two ways at the end of matcha gmail.com. If you want to talk to me and let me know about your twin flames it would really make me feel safe it would really make me feel better if you came out with your twin flame stories and how you guys handled this and like what you guys did about your twin flames and like I'm sure it's definitely a lot different than how the fuck I handled it but I love every single one of you I know there's no midday matcha must-haves this week but that's because I had to re-record and it's just like can't do it this week just can't fucking do it this week and you're all gonna have to deal with that I love every single one of you have a great night day night evening whenever the fuck you're listening to this bye you're a bad bitch never forget that Work.